Don't be a square, this is the circle. Podcast. I've been working on that for absolutely ages. I think it might be a new catchphrase. What do you think? I think that was very good. I'm very proud of you. I think we should sign a new contract. Thanks, mate. That's Ant. I'm Jim, and this is Inner Circle, the Circle Podcast. If you missed the most recent show, don't worry, because Ant is going to fill you in on everything that just happened in the most recent episode of The Circle. Here is your Circle in 30. Hit the clock. So Ryan got blocked, and he dropped by Freddy's pad for a chat. Ryan was shocked, but not by the fact that Freddy was straight, more by what he was wearing. Two contestants entered the circle, Harry, who's already figured out that Freddy's gay, and Precious joined as well. Freddy complained that he can't iron and read the newsfeed, although let's be honest, I don't think Freddy can read. Which brings us nicely on to Bugwatch. Alex was reading his colouring book, Dan was reading The Secret, unfortunately we all know what The Secret is and it's all about Kate and Maraid. And Maraid was reading Why Mummy Drinks. The question should be, why is Daddy eating his dinner off Mummy? <laughs> Saves on washing up, doesn't it? Very, very simple. Uh, for those who don't know what The Secret is, which kind of includes me, what is The Secret, the book that Dan was reading? So The Secret is a book and it's also a film and supposedly it's this thing that's been known by very successful people for millennia and it's been shared by this Australian woman in a book which has been massively successful. There's a film about it, as I said, as well. And it's all about how to get the life that you want. So, for example, if you said... I'd like to be on TV pretending to be someone else while two sort of chaps in Manchester are slagging me off on a podcast, then you'd end up in the circle. Uh, so is the actual secret writing a book called The Secret that you claim <laughs> as the secret? Sell millions of, couple, millions of copies. It was summed up best in the wonderful TV show The IT Crowd, which started with a parody of it where the boss came in and he said, you know, I went to this thing and I learned about it. He said, you can have anything you want. And I said... I really want a helicopter. And then I went out the next day, and guess what? I bought a helicopter. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Now I understand. Didn't need to read the book either. Right, let's start with our favourite tweets of the episode. Mine comes from Dylan Wade 7 who says, Dan absolutely loves a catfish. Surprised he hasn't tried to open a private chat with Ryan's ghost Kathy yet. <laughs> Hashtag the circle. He does seem to be suckered in by the fake personas that are in there, doesn't he? I think he just wants to believe so much. But you know what? I, I think I think that's not unusual. I think there's a lot of people out there that this has happened to. And I think Dan will come out of this and he'll feel a bit embarrassed with it for a little while and it'll be a bit orcs with uh with the others. But Actually, it's just this happens all the time. Anybody that's done internet dating or Tinder or even just opened up a suspect email, it's happened to them. And the fact that he said when he went in, before he went into the game, that he thought 98% of his followers on his social media accounts, so Twitter and Instagram or whatever, wanted to sleep with him kind of suggests exactly how he's going into these conversations. <laughs> yeah, 98% of his bots are made by that company <laughs> that ripped all the information off from Facebook. Um, my favourite tweet uh, was about Freddy, and oh, it's, from, uh, it's from David McGregor, at David underscore M, and then I screenshotted it, so I've lost the address of it, but thank you, David. Uh, honestly, don't understand how Freddy can be such a twat for this whole thing. Is 50k really worth millions of people realising you're a horrible spiteful person how much are you doing it for Jim? <laughs> I do it for free every single day speaking of freddy freddy actually went up in my estimation slightly in this episode because well it all started with the least shocking thing we've seen in the circle since 
Freddie revealed that he wasn't straight to Ryan, essentially, with Ryan leaving the circle. We all knew he was going. It was the most obvious choice, and it was confirmed by the production team when they accidentally showed a, a shot in the last episode of the screen with Ryan greyed out on it. But he chose to meet Freddie, yep. okay, which you can kind of understand because they were reasonably close-ish. They were part of the three musketeers. And in that confrontation, I kind of admired Freddie a little bit because he proved that in person he was just as much of a dick with people as he was being in the circle. <laughs> and I know it's a weird thing to say, but I like that he did that because he could have easily been even more two-faced and been really nice and been really complimentary and kind of said, sorry, you're going. But he essentially went, you talk to a dead person and that's absolute bullshit, mate, which I, I, I like. Yeah, I, I think... I was a bit worried we were going then, actually. But two things. First of all, one, I don't think he could go down in most people's estimation anymore. So the only way it <laughs> is up. And uh, secondly, I, I see what you mean. He, he is consistent. I'll give him that. He's being consistent. But I have to disagree with you there. It re- you know, he could have just been really nice. He could have just gone, oh, it's just a game. We're out of it. He was quite honest in telling that Ryan that he... You know, he'd said that thing to Sean, which probably got him kicked out. That was a brave, ballsy thing to do. He didn't really need to say that. And that made me think a little bit. And I realized he's just so confrontational. Mm. He could have just said, oh, mate, I can't believe how you went. I give you five stars. Bloody, bloody, blah. Yes, of course, he's going to see it on the replay afterwards. But just in that moment. So he was honest, but it just, just a bit too brutally honest, to be honest. Almost as if he wants to generate a personality for himself. I... <sighs> He wants to create something that people talk about. It felt that way to me. I think he's creating a lot of drama for himself that he doesn't need. Okay, well, before we move on to the really big secret that was revealed in this episode, and of course the new episode, and of course the new players that have entered the circle, should we talk to today's guest? Yeah, and it's a wonderful guest, and we were only able to confirm this at the last minute because they've literally just left the game today well actually it was last night but they've left today normally what happens we have there's a pr company that looks after them uh we've been speaking to uh, Sinead and they're very protective of her we haven't been able to speak to her yet but they had a massive loophole and there's one contestant they've not been looking after okay can you guess who it is <laughs> um that, that Fiji or no I don't know well, yes, we we have had Fiji's Twitter account. Yeah, well, I'm very pleased tonight to welcome to the circle, ladies and gentlemen, and possibly the coup of all podcast guests. Uh, welcome to Inner Circle. It's Kathy. Right, it's good job you didn't overblow that introduction in any way. <laughs> you kept it low key. You've got Kathy, who is Ryan's spirit guide. Yeah, uh, just first of all, Kathy, I just wanted to clear something up because people are unsure about this. Is it Kathy with a K or Kathy with a C? Don't we need Ryan what, at this point? What do you mean? To channel Kathy in some way. She has to communicate via Ryan. Isn't that how this kind of thing works? Yeah, but I'm sure there's somebody listening that, that can get that from there. So go on, go on, you ask her a question now. It's your turn. Um, okay, Kathy, how long did it take you to pick up that Scott was 31 and not 36, as revealed in today's episode? Has she finished? <laughs> I have no idea. I did love that bit in this episode, though. The fact that F- Scotty said this was the big secret that he'd been waiting to get out. The fact he'd lied and was five years younger. It was the worst secret ever. It's kind of like saying that 
you really like dairy milk when you're actually more of a fan of Bourneville. It was so innocuous, no one really cared. But it really played on his on his conscience. And you could see that's maybe what's happening to him being stuck in the house. So anyway, while we've got you here, Kathy, last question to you. you oh yeah, we've got Kathy. Yeah, on, yeah, you, you, you've just you've just been in there for oh about a week now or so you're in there. Um now, very controversial last night, we just talked about it. Uh, Freddie accused Ryan of being a shit psychic. He said he was a part timer. So honestly Is that uh, someone that just reads shit? <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like tea leaves, you know. Like normally you turn your, you turn your teacup up the end and you just read that. Well, this one's a little more intimate than that, and so just you know, you go in there for five minutes, don't flush, and then I'll go and have a look. Um, so the the question is basically, Freddie's accused Ryan of being uh, a part time psychic. So Kathy, what I want to know is, is he a part time psychic? Did he did he just get it wrong, or did you actually get it wrong and give him the wrong information? Well, Kathy, I have a, I have a question. Anne. I have yeah, a question on, for you. On, yeah. How do you know this is actually Kathy? How do you know it's not? How do you know you're not being catfished by another spirit? And this is someone else's spirit guide just pretending to be Kathy. Oh wow, that's a, that's a very good question. But surely it would be catfished in this situation, <laughs> right? Uh, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us, even <laughs> hey, if that isn't look, your real name. If you're not going to admit you just haven't booked a guest, then I think, I think we can just move on to the next thing. Uh, well, there you go. So, uh, hashtag Kathy, uh, thank you very much. And uh, we, yeah, to be honest, if you want to stick around afterwards, I've got a great idea. Uh, me and you just doing a podcast in future. Blow this loser off and uh, we'll go. All right. Lots of love. Bye bye. No, no, you go. You, you hang up first. Okay. Okay. It got weird. <laughs> Let's talk about Maraid, who was. I have two big questions about Maraid from this episode. Are they real no, boobs? that wasn't one of the questions the first question is why is she the first person to use the bloody hot tub there's a hot tub in there and it's taken two weeks for someone to get in it and the next question is is her flirting with Dan making you feel incredibly uncomfortable Um, well I'm slightly older than you so maybe maybe I'm just enjoying it a bit more there was that that moment when, when, when Dad said earlier tonight and he said I've got the feeling she might not be as good looking in real life as she is on a profile mm. picture. Boy, understatement of the year. She's gone all in with the flirting with Dan, though. It's amazing he hasn't kind of smelt a rat there somewhere. As we said yesterday, it's like one of those Russian bride emails where someone promises you love and money and cars and whatnot. You kind of go, this is a bit too good to be true. And you could tell Dan kind of even had to kind of pull back a little bit. He was feeling... He like played, played along, little flirty emails, and it got a bit too much, and he's like, right, I'm going to go and clean the kitchen. Which either he just misunderstands the idea of talking dirty completely, <laughs> or he was sticking the handbrake on and going, we need to we need to stop now. This has got a bit too far. It's a bit weird. Yeah, it, it's... I, I think, on one level, he's just having fun. He's just kind of going, I'm just enjoying this chat. And, and, and if this turns out to be a real person, then great. Although I get the feeling Dan does this a lot, going, ah, oh, hopefully, hopefully this one's a real person. And I'd be, very, <laughs> I'd be very interested to see his bank account because I'm sure, like, he's probably given money to like Russian brides, as you say, to a Nigerian businesswoman whose husband was the late prince and mm. had like a million dollars she needed to put into his bank account. And I bet Dan even actually sent money to rescue that African astronaut who's been floating around <laughs> in space for thirty years, stuck on the moon, trying to get home. I gave him a load of money. I thought he would have got back by now. 
Yeah, well, the inflation, that's the problem. He, he, he got his sums wrong. Is that how he got up there? <laughs> 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 right, should we talk about... I mean, it felt this episode was kind of setting stuff up to the future, to me. There was, like, hints of stuff that was going to come. The new players came in, so yeah. that was the big deal well, about this well, episode. Well, the, big, the biggest hint about that was the fact that they introduced them as the final new contestants. Oh, did they? I missed yeah, that. Yeah, they, they said that, I think, twice. The final contestants to come into that. So that means that no more new people are going to come in, which, to be honest, I think Ooh. it can only be a good thing for the for the heart conditions of everybody else that's playing the game mm. because they still seem to get incredibly shocked when somebody new joins. Well, we've got a week left, right? So yeah. that's lose. That's going to... One a day is going to go between now and the final, I assume, and it'll just be two left in the grand final. Well, I think from what we saw from the... Uh, coming up next time is we're going to lose somebody tomorrow. Right, well, let's talk about the new players that have entered the circle. Firstly, Harry from South Shields. I heard his voice automatically. I really liked him. There was some, this, I don't know whether it's a North East accent, but I instantly trusted everything he was saying. Yeah. Uh, and how much money have you lost in the last few years from <laughs> phone scams? <laughs> I've got a no, feeling that banks use people in the North East of England on their calls because it's a more trustworthy voice. That kind of rings a bell with me. And I, the second I saw him, it was like, yeah, I kind of like you. You seem like a nice bloke and I believe what you're saying. Yeah, and I agree with that. And that is a, a fact. Uh, and you can, I'm just making it up. Yeah, that is a fact. I've heard that somewhere else before. But the problem is, is in this game, nobody is going to hear his voice. No. So he loses that advantage. As much as you like him, mm. he he could be in real trouble. But yeah, the, the, there does seem to be something about him. And instantly, he's proved he's more psychic than Ryan was because straight away he went, I think Freddie might be gay. Yeah, first player in the circle to have a fully functioning gaydar. Uh, well, it, or it could could just be that Ryan left Kathy in the apartment. <laughs> and uh, I thought we should have the show <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the other person. Because as much as I liked Harry, I had an instant dislike for Precious. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it came on and I thought she's possibly, out of everybody that's been on, the real or unreal, she's the best looking, the one that I found the most attractive. Gone. Okay, right. I like this woman. Her introduction, I was like, okay, a bit feisty, but you kind of expect that, and especially the way they edit it. Um, and then my problem was she introduced herself by saying she was boobs and brains and then insisted that the moon was a planet. <laughs> yeah. Which was only which was only slightly better than Freddie going, well, I know Mars because of the chocolate bar. <laughs> she also introduced herself as being a feminist and said there was something weird about her saying I'm a hashtag feminist and just adding hashtag to the start of it seems to spoil the sentiment a little bit it seems to devalue it you can't imagine that emmeline pankhurst would have had quite the same impact if, if she just had a fierce instagram pro, pro, pro profile picture instead of throwing herself under the king's horse it was just a bit of a it seemed to conf, conflict to me maybe that's just me being old-fashioned and not seeing people i'm gonna dig myself into a hole here so i'm gonna instantly stop but it just didn't work for me no, I, I kind of see where you're going with that a little bit. I, I, I can imagine, say, for example, Neil Armstrong going, it's one small step for man, hashtag a giant leap for mankind. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, Martin Luther King going, hashtag I have a dream. Do you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's by adding the hashtag into the sentence, it automatically removes the emotion from it. You're clearly not saying something passionately if you're adding things like hashtag or 
LOL into a sentence as you speak it. And so that detracts from the meaning in some way. So you're saying that you would never use hashtag in an intimate situation? <laughs> no, I prefer the sentence, I'm going to slide into your DMs now. <laughs> hashtag, that feels great. <laughs> right, I think we've pretty much covered everything from tonight's episode. Yeah, thanks very much to Kathy, our special guest. Or was it Kathy? We just don't know. Uh, but we'll be back. <laughs> I know. You're such a non-believer. You're such a non-believer. We'll be back tomorrow to find uh, which contestant is going to be the next one to be blocked from the circle. If you've enjoyed it, please share the show with all your circle-loving friends as well. You'll find us on social media at the Circle Pod. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought Kathy was going to do that there. Yeah. No, what, stop interrupting again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time.